The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With your host, Dave Hondell. Hi everyone, welcome to The Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. Tonight, our guest is an award-winning actress and producer who you've seen in the popular 90s movie Point Break, the 2016 movie The Lennon Report, and she had multiple nominations at several film festivals in the acclaimed short film, The Cassie Confession. She also has a new highly rated thriller out now entitled RB&B, in which she produced and co-starred in. And we're honored to have her on the show with us tonight, Miss Gloria Mann. So thanks for being with us, Gloria. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I know we, we set this uh, this meeting up a while ago, so I've, I've always I've been I've been excited to have you on the show. So we're, we're finally here. <laughs> Finally here. The strike uh, prevented us that's for right. a bit. <laughs> that, that's so glad that that's over with. I mean, this is a highly rated thriller. I mean, it's, it's got eight stars on on uh, IMDb, which is not easy to get. No. And, uh, but, you know, talk about your new thriller because you actually were nominated for Best Supporting Actress in this at the Orlando <laughs> Film Festival. And so, again, you know, for our listeners out there, talk a little bit about Airbnb because I, I saw that the, the trailer was amazing. And, Thank you. Uh, I know again it's been you know highly rated. So talk about your your role in that and and how that whole pro, uh, pr- production came to be. Well, my role in it is uh, Jennifer Davies, and I'm the overprotective uh, fitness enthusiast sister of the protagonist Ryan Davies, who's married to a younger woman, and uh, I'm very disapproving of her. I don't trust her. Uh, My brother, Ryan, has a lot of money. So I immediately think that she's married him for those reasons. Yeah. Yes. And so and he's just recently gotten out of the hospital because he had an ulcer. So I'm at the beginning of the film. You see me giving him all of these supplements to tell him to take care of himself um, and then they go off on this uh, on this weekend at, a, at an Airbnb to celebrate their anniversary, and I keep trying to get a hold of him because I'm overprotective and I want to hear from him. And he, of course, is with his wife, and they're on their vacation, and uh, he doesn't get back to me in timely fashions. There's a conversation, and then something happens where I can't get in touch with him. And so I become suspicious and good thing I do become suspicious because then I have to kind of step in. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I had to train pretty heavily for this role. Uh, There's a a great deal of physical fighting. We had uh, an incredible fight choreographer, Scott, Blackwood, who's from Los Angeles, who works on a lot of shows, lots of film. And he came out and was on set with us to choreograph these fight scenes. I personally trained with a private trainer. And uh, for two months, every single day, five hours a day to do this, because it was it was very challenging uh, physically. So and I wanted to, you know, I needed to know, look like I knew what I was doing. And so uh, there were there were pretty some intense fight scenes. Well, it's just, it. I mean, for everybody listening, you know, that's that's what goes into filmmaking. It's it's not always, 
glamorous like people think. It's there's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of physical work a lot of times, especially in a thriller like this. But what I want to get into is I think that what I like about this project is that, you know, there's a lot of people that stay in in Airbnbs. You know, obviously it's a very popular thing to do, but you know, I, I've always had this kind of suspicious mind. Um, about, and I don't really would like, I don't, I don't want to stay in an Airbnb myself because I always, I always pick, you know, think people are hiding cameras in there or it's just yes. the only thing that I have with, with Airbnbs. And, <laughs> and rightly so after seeing this yeah. movie. <laughs> so, so right. And that, so I think that kind of plays into people's fears naturally, which I think is really, you know, um, it, it just goes into making a good thriller because you're actually playing on people's fears natural fears that they might have already correct yes and i think good thrillers do that hitchcock yeah. did it the film get out did it um i mean i feel like the really good psychological thrillers push those buttons and that's why we're so intrigued by them that's what keeps us going back to them right because we want that and uh, and I think the you know the the real the really smart ones sort of drop the proverbial breadcrumbs along the way, right? Um, and yeah. we get to and then exciting it's exciting to follow those to see where the story takes us and this story in particular is I think unique in that it really is a woman's driven story the mm-hmm. women the women really get to have their say in this, which is another reason why I loved uh, helping to develop it and getting to produce it and and act in it as well. Talking about, you know, independent, you know, filmmaking, you know, and I think, you know, the the good part about about being independent is that you're not not having to answer to a big studio, right? And and, uh, being able to really craft this, you know, film the way you want it to be, and, you know, again, you know, I, I can not be happier to see some films out there that are actually uh, women driven and and make the, you know, um, the strong, the strong people in the movie are, are the women. And uh, as I'm a huge advocate for that, I was raised by my mom. She was a very strong woman and um, didn't have, you know, the best of men in her life. And, right. you know, so I was always a big fan of my mom. She's always been my superhero and she is now. So I love to see, you know, films like that where the women are the strong people. And, you know, so talk about that. Do you think that um, Hollywood is is uh, where it needs to be? I always ask this question because <laughs> I, I don't think we are. And and I think we're, you know, there's some strides being made. But what are your thoughts um, being in the film industry for so long as a woman? What do you think? Well, I think back to Point Break and what that film was about and Catherine, directed by Catherine Bigelow a woman, um, a very sort of male testosterone driven film. Um, but the guys that were in that were just amazing. I mean, I got to work with some pretty amazing people. Um, and I feel that it is changing. And I think that because more women are getting involved in the producing end of it, People like what Greta Gerwig did with, you know, Barbie. And um, there's there's a lot more actresses, actors going, uh, doing what I'm doing because we kind of got tired of the roles that were coming our way. And we wanted to have a say 
in the stories that were being told because they didn't represent us. They were, a lot of times they were through the lens of a male opinion or perspective. Right. Very and antiquated opinions, correct. Yep. Exactly. And so to have a say in the development, the storytelling, I'll never stop being an actor. That's, I'm a classically trained actor. So I have a master's degree from University of California, San Diego. And one of my greatest jobs was getting to work with Sir Peter Hall from the Royal Shakespeare Company at the Amundsen in Los Angeles. We did a measure for measure and a midsummer night's dream in rep and that you know in a place like los angeles where it's movie driven industry television that to me was just you know the one of the most delicious uh experiences i've ever had and so i just think that we want more quality so you know as a producer learning to uh choose those projects and and really develop them f from their inception and getting to actually have a say in the 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 storyline of the character that i play um it, it's just it's a it's a very empowering uh feeling and it's an empowering it makes for the experience to be much more empowering than just being hired as an actor, I mean, yes, I'm still hired as an actor, but I always have a lot of input. And I think a lot of directors um, like that because they like collaboration. And I think anybody that's worth their really, that's, that's really good at what they do, they want collaborators. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that, uh, that it is changing in that regard. Well, what do you tell, what do you tell the young, young girl that's listening right now to you? um you know that that wants to get into the industry and you know obviously there's a lot of things that you know the me too movement a lot of things that have happened in the past you know several years but what what kind of advice can you give a young girl just trying to get into this and uh you know what do you tell her when she's faced with a difficult situation i guess um you know in the industry well i would always say first and foremost train if you want to be an actor go to drama school and learn to be an actor because once you learn that it's never taken away from you and you always will have that technique always and if you want to be a producer if you want to do film go, again go to the schools that will afford you opportunities to work with great people because those connections that you make in school will be for a lifetime usually if you go to a good school um, what I would say to a, a woman who, who is faced with any kind of challenge uh, where they feel unsafe, I would say, absolutely, you need to make sure that people know about it. Don't feel like you have to be quiet at all about it. Um, don't worry or be scared that you're not going to get hired again if you don't uh, comply. You know, there is a lot of fear around that, If I, especially with the situation that just happened, you know, with Harvey Weinstein. Women were afraid that they would never work again, and he used that yeah. tool. So just don't, just look to yourself always, stay true to yourself, don't do anything that does not feel right, don't let anyone touch you in a way that does not 
that you don't want and keep yourself as safe as possible. Make sure if you don't want to be in the same room with someone alone, invite someone to come in with you. And I'm talking anywhere from a cast from, you know, when someone is casting or if someone is giving you a costume fitting and you don't, you know, it's, it's, it's important that we keep ourselves safe and we, we have realize and know that we have the power to, uh, say, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm going to leave this situation. And that's, uh, we have that. I think the oversight is getting a little better in Hollywood, but it still needs to get, you know, keep continuing to get better. But I think people need to look out for each other. I think, you know, whether, Absolutely. whether they're man or a woman or or anything, um, it, it's, it's, I think it's really important to, to have that oversight and make sure you protect each other. Absolutely. You know? Yes, absolutely. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is you moved from Los Angeles. This is this is interesting to me, uh, mm-hmm. to New York, and I know. I mean, obviously, Los Angeles. There's a lot of movies and, and TV shows, and I know that there's a lot of TV in New York as well. But is theater something? I know theater is you're classically trained, uh, and and do you feel like that the theater uh, community in New York? It, it, are you more comfortable in that com- in that community being being in, in New York rather than LA? You know, I, I found a wonderful theater community in Los Angeles uh, through mm-hmm. the Mark Taper Forum and the Amundsen, uh, the music center there. And, uh, you know, but, you know, we also all worked in television and film. The theater community in New York, I absolutely love um, because we all sort of came from that. Right. Not everybody in Los Angeles comes from the theater. Sure. Um, so, and that's where I come from. That's where I started. That's my first love. And, um, I love the actors that are trained in the theater. I love working with those actors. Yeah. It's they, amazing. I, I live, I live near New York and, uh, and I just absolutely love, I was in New York city for 10 years and I, I lived at yeah. the theater, you know, I, every chance I got, I went to a show and went, you know, try to do the lotteries and everything. Oh, else. right. So, I absolutely loved uh, loved going to Broadway. Um, the other thing we talked about before we started recording is that, you know, from the Orlando area, Winter Park, and yes. there's a lot of great theater there. Orlando Shakes, you know, Orlando Shakespeare Theater, yes. the Orlando Repertory Theater. And uh, did you find, you know, being there that you were a big part of that community? Did you do a lot of shows there? No, I did not because yeah. I got married at a really young age and then as soon as my daughter, she was born in Winter Park Hospital. And as soon as she was born, we decided to go west. And we moved to San Diego. And then I went to the University of California, San Diego as an undergraduate. And then I went into their, their graduate acting program. So I kind of followed that trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. And the the thing is with with Los Angeles as well, when you were there, uh, you know, did, did you find you know, I, and I, I've always, I always like to ask actors this because I get different answers, but it's a very saturated market. Sometimes you go to auditions, you see the same people over and over and over again for the same roles. But, you know, one thing I like to talk to my, to my listeners about who are indie artists and so forth, that you're going to hear no a lot because you're going to these same auditions with the same people, but it might not just be what the director wants. You know, it's not that you're not talented. It's not that you're not worthy of that role. It's just maybe that there's a certain look or maybe a certain 
uh, whatever it is, you know, they're looking for. So I always like to point that out because I, one thing I, I hate to have my listeners, you know, if, if they're so close to getting a role or uh, to not quit, it could, just to continue to, you know, because whether you're in LA or New York, you're going to be in a saturated market, but you almost have to be in one of those in order to, to really have a career in it. Is, does that make, I mean, am I making sense on that? That you're absolutely right, Dave. And you can't quit. If this is what you want to do, um, if all of the signs, as as you've developed yourself as an indie artist, no matter what it is, if it's music, if, you know, acting, whatever it is, we know who we are. If we stop for a moment and listen to that inner voice, uh, and I don't believe in quitting at all. And you're absolutely right; it is a saturated market. But somebody's got to get the gig. Somebody's got to get the role. Why can't it be you? That's right. You know, and it will be. It will be one day. And it's exactly like you said. Sometimes you just not. You don't. You have the wrong hair color. Um, yeah. You know, there's a very funny scene in Tootsie, which I really love, where um, Dustin Hoffman is at an audition and he's saying, you know, we're looking for someone uh, shorter. And he goes, oh, I can be shorter. I'm wearing lifts. And then he goes, well, we're actually looking for someone taller, but I can be taller. I can be. I mean, it's, <laughs> we're looking right. for somebody different. OK, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that's that that scene is so true. They just sometimes are looking for somebody different. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had any uh, such like a, a crazy audition story, something where you audition and I think everybody eventually has a crazy audition story. So do you have any? You know, I, I auditioned for this show uh, that was being done by the people that did Married with Children. It was a new show on Fox years ago and it was called Women in Prison. And I was, I went in for this role, this one of the, uh, I think it was to be CCH Pounder's girlfriend in, in prison. And I did this thing. I did this thing with my, I was chewing gum and I, during the line, I just pulled the gum slowly out of my mouth and flipped it around my finger really fast and twirled and then stuck it in my mouth, like in a, in a, in a momentum that right. was like a, like I had trained. It was like a trick. Like I just did. And they, called me back four times and the fifth time I didn't do it. And they yeah. screamed out, where's the gum trick? <laughs> and I said, oh man, is that why you keep calling me back? But I got <laughs> the job. See the gum trick. <laughs> they wanted the gum trick, but I got the job Yeah, and I did the gum trick on, on the show. So oh, that's great. <laughs> so that was actually very funny. They just, they, and the producers, those guys were so funny and so talented. Um, really smart guys that did those shows yeah. and they were just laughing. And so the fact that I could make network laugh and the producers laugh for, for this gum trick that that's, I just funny, actually funny, made yeah. up on, I just said, I'm going to pop some gum in my mouth. I well, think that's what you choose. put in special skills on your resume. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you never know what's going to get you the job. You, you never, know. never yeah. know. That's, that's good. Good advice. Um, you know, the other, th the other thing I wanted uh, to talk to you about is, is, you know, you've been in several, several things, you know, you've done TV stage and film. Uh, you know, what is your, do you, do you gravitate towards one or the other? Do you, do you, um, are they just all special in their own way? 
I gravitate towards really good work, good roles, um, great directors, um, uh, um, great plays, great. If I love the script, if it's really well written, um, that will draw me in. Of course, who, who am I acting opposite? I, you know, I did, um, I was able to do the Lennon report that you mentioned at the uh, earlier. And I was yeah. so thrilled that when I got cast in that, um, I got to play opposite Richard kind. Yeah. And that awesome, was just man. a dream to work right. opposite him. He's yeah. a dream. So things like that, that's how I choose roles, yeah. um, generally. And I've actually just been so blessed and so, um, grateful that I've gotten to work with just amazing working with Keon opposite Keanu Reeves right, correct, on yeah. point break is, you know, it's a, it was, it wound up being a small scene, but it's an iconic chase scene. Exactly. I mean, we shot it yeah. took, that was much longer, but, right. and that's another thing and, on, in film and television, you never know what's going to wind up. You do all this work, um, but you never know what's going to wind up on the screen because exactly, they, yeah, it's they all have the editing. You never know. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but I think, you know, being a producer, you, you, you obviously, you know, you, you see a lot more behind the scenes um, than an actor would if they're, if they're not used to producing or directing. And uh, do you feel that that and being a producer, uh, it gives you more of a, a broad, you know, kind of overview of what the, of the filmmaking itself and that, being an indie filmmaker, when you, you know, as you it, it, coming from a producer, you know, makes you maybe a better actor. Is that, is that, I absolutely, I absolutely, um, I absolutely feel that way. And here's an example Airbnb, you know, the first pass on it, the first take on it after it was edited, I had a much longer scene at the opening of the film. And I had to talk to our editor, um, who's also, the writer and director, Robert Mann, and I had to say, we had to talk, we got to cut that scene. It's too long. It's dragging the opening of the film. Yeah. And I, it was my scene. But you were cutting your own scene. Because oh yeah. yeah. I said, you get rid of it. it right. you, let's just, you know, and he was brilliant at what he decided to do with it. Um, but I was absolutely on board. I don't want anything, especially when you're producing, you've got to look at the whole product. That that's, you know, the whole, at the whole price. I said product, product. I said product. It is a product. It becomes right. a product. Um, and you have to think about the money and you have to think about marketability. And you have, as a producer, you have to think about how am I going to get my investors back their money? And um, if you're, it happened to be in the scene that, you have to split yourself and say, okay, now I'm a producer. That's my work up there, but we don't need that. That yeah. has to go for the betterment, yeah. like you said, of the whole. Right. And, you know, and, and the other thing is, you know, when you're, when you're an indie filmmaker, I mean, obviously your budget isn't even close to what a studio budget might be, even though you have investors, you, you got to take care of those investors, like you said, and it's, it's, you got to have more of a business sense, business mind when you're an indie, anything, uh, whether you're a singer, an actor, I mean, if you're an independent artist of any kind, uh, you have to be a business person as well. You just have to be, um, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be paying somebody to, to manage you necessarily, or to, you know, you might even be your own agent, but, 
that's why you have to have a business sense, I think, and it's going to sustain your career a lot longer if you think of everything like, a, I mean, if you think like a, like a Taylor Swift, you know, somebody who started out you know, in country music, but, you know, she didn't have a big circle around her when she first started and she was, but she thought of, like, as a business, business person. Uh, and that's why I think helped her sustain her career and actually blow it up um, as she went along because of her business sense. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I absolutely agree with you. I think now as artists, I mean, I've always been an indie artist. I've always considered myself, you know, I've kind of forged my own path. I know what I want. I know um, where I want things to go. And if someone, I don't rely on someone else to get me there. I try, I try to do it myself, no matter what. And I think we need to, as indie artists, or, or we, we're all indie artists. I think as an artist, you, that, that implies you're an in, you're an independent. We're well, more free. so now. I mean, even <laughs> absolutely more the, so what now. What the strike showed us is it's like everybody's an indie artist. I mean, it, if, if the you're not strike, working, you're unemployed, it, right? Exactly. If the strike showed us anything, you're absolutely right. That's what it showed us: is that we are all indie artists, and we cannot rely on anyone but ourselves. So it's important to build a strong uh, business. You know sense and you can't just ask people somebody will give you some money to do something once but if you don't give them back their money you know you're not going to they're not going to give it to you again right. and i don't like to operate that way right. so i want to provide quality um for them and um give people back their money i mean it's important to me it's important to for our vanity films company too which my brother robert mann uh, um co-founded uh, yeah. founded years ago um that's it's very important to him yeah, i mean we've sure. had to i've had to sell a car before to yeah. pay as a producer to pay something off i mean that's that's what you have to, sometimes you you have to just but you the bottom line is you're you're the responsible one so um as i said i think we're all indie artists and that should that should give us all a little more freedom to know that our destiny is in our own hands and yeah. not in an agent's hand not yeah. in a casting director's hands study take classes when you're not working read scripts read plays watch great acting if you're an actor listen to great music listen know who the new artists are taylor swift is a great example um we have to be entrepreneurs we are our own ceos yeah and i mean there's no excuse now right with all the streaming platforms that we have out i mean no my god you can make actors that that have have been doing very very well on Lifetime, Hallmark, and just all these great streaming platforms that we didn't have when we were growing up. We had, what, three or four networks that you you had to, if you were going to be seen at all, you had to get on one of those networks or on the big screen. And now you have the opportunity to get get onto hundreds of platforms on on streaming networks. There's there's no excuse to, to, to quit. You should not quit. You know, keep going. You're going to be eventually work your way up on, you know, all these streaming platforms and who knows, I mean, some of these platforms have some really good material that people they're like, you know, they have like cult followings, you know, on some of these uh, movies on like the stars network or, 
you know, whatever network, you know, you're, you're on Roku TV or, you know, free, free V there's so many different options right now. So, um, I mean, what are your thoughts on the evolution of that? I mean, do you think that, I mean, it's gotta be good for the market, right? Especially for any artists. I think it's fantastic. And I think it's empowering anything that gives artists more freedom. I am all for, because that to me is the bottom line. We must maintain our freedom as artists. Otherwise you're not an artist. You're a self-imposed in prison of some sort. We have to be free. And um, that phone, as long as you're not using it to waste time and scroll and see how many, you know, scroll through Instagram. I mean, not, you can use Instagram to post a monologue, post a, post a sonnet, uh, post a new song that you wrote. I always watch when people do that. I, f I find, I love that. Yeah. Um, and you can get followings that way. Um, the, you've got the camera on your phone. These cameras, you can make a movie now. Exactly. That's why doesn't I'm no excuse for no excuse. Project. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. So there's more freedom now than ever. And yeah. yes, there's a lot of, and I don't like this word, um, because it can be, it can sound demeaning when you're, when, as we did, uh, you know, when you're going into distribution, content, you hear this word now all the time, content, content on these platforms, and they want more content. Well, as you said, it becomes an even more saturated market now, because they need all this extra content. But the bottom line is, if you have a phone now that can actually make good content that could compete with right. all of the other content. I mean, we got distribution after our premiere in Los Angeles and we're on Amazon. Our film is on Amazon prime. We're on all the platforms. We dropped uh, our film dropped um, October 3rd, which was right in the middle of the strike. So it was kind of like, we couldn't speak about it. We couldn't right. advertise it. So that was a bit frustrating. We shot it during COVID <laughs> wow. and then we dropped it during, which upped our budget considerably. That's a whole nother thing is, but our, we went yeah. over budget, but we had to keep everyone in a bubble. Man, and you talk, you talk about challenges you had. Over oh, <laughs> it, it was a little, we had a few challenges on this one, Yeah, but we went, what we came through them, right. not at, 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 at any, not at any time did we had to shoot in the fall because we wanted this beautiful fall, the beautiful fall colors. And they were especially beautiful um, that year, but COVID happened. We had already postponed it one year. We couldn't do it again, or we would have lost all our funding. So we went ahead with it. We kept everyone housed for 30 days. We couldn't release anyone. So everyone was literally in a bubble. Right. We fed them the most delicious food and uh, gave them vitamins and hot soups and kept them really healthy and no one got sick and wow. we got through it. That's great. Uh, so there's where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. And that's, 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 I love that you said that because it's, uh, it gives our listeners more inspiration that look, you know, you're going to face challenges no matter what, especially with, you know, being an indie filmmaker, there, there's going to be many challenges, but you have to stay the course. This is your passion. This is what you, you want to do. This is what you you've dreamed of doing and, and just don't give up your dream because you can do it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are maybe so close to realizing their dream, but they give up and, 
and uh, nobody should do that. Nobody should give up. You, this is what you're meant to do. And always think that. So uh, that's you know, exactly right, Dave. Yeah, stay the course. And 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 sometimes you find you find that you just can't even do it another day and you and do it that that day. Do it that day where you say, I just can't do it one more. And that will be the day that yeah. you hit that something happens. And I know it sounds crazy, but it, it, it works in cycles it does. and, and, and you have to be incredibly disciplined and, um, and just keep doing, like you said, you have a practice that you do every day. That's good for you. Do a lot of self-care. I do yoga every day. Um, and, and then you're able to also build such resiliency inside of yourself that you can face a lot more challenges than the average person and as an artist you have to re remember that you're not an average person you're an artist an artist and it right. is close and, to and be, you have to it create is, art yeah yeah and, and it's close know, to I, being a superhero <laughs> it is close to it <laughs> you know and, and also people listening that aren't you know quote-unquote artists you know at, everybody has creativity within them and you know whether it's uh you know, singing, acting, or, or writing a book, or, you know, even, even baking, you know, and cooking. And, you know, there's a lot of things out there that are creative that you might not think are creative, but it really is. Not everybody can cook. Not everybody can bake a great cake or cookies or whatever, you know, so always, you know, no matter what you do, you can always be creative. And I think we all have it within us. We just don't always realize it. And when you do realize it, there's nothing better. It's a spiritual uh, it's a spiritual thing, I believe. And, um, you know, so just keep, keep at whatever you're doing and, and, uh, whether it's raising your children and, you know, there's, there's a lot of things you can be creative and, and, uh, you know, and show who you are inside. Uh, so just, you know, keep at it. Don't, don't ever quit. Uh, Glory, there's one more question I'd like to ask. And, um, that's, uh, as far as collaboration, is there one person out there that you've, uh, always wanted to share the screen with and who would that be? Oh, Wow. There are so many. Oh my gosh. Off the top of my head. Um, well, I love Margot Robbie. Yes. I think she's amazing. Um, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, oh God. Mark Rylance. He might be up there. Yeah. Um, Emma Thompson. Oh, Awesome. Love her. Yeah. Love her. Yeah. Um, um, I love Anthony Hopkins. Oh, oh and uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. um, David, <laughs> Dave, John David Washington. Yeah. Um, Davis. Octavia wow. Spencer. There's just oh. a few. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's quite a list. That's great company. <laughs> Denzel. 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 Forget Oh my he's gosh. My, he's my all-time favorite actor. If anybody asked I me mean, to this day since I was young, you know, anybody says, you know, who's your favorite actor? Denzel's my first, like right out of my mouth, Denzel Washington. He 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 just goes, he goes, he 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 his character, he almost becomes that character. You know, it's it's almost like he's not act, it's so effortless. And I would love, I mean, if I was an actor, I would love to share the screen with him as well. So that's a great answer. He's, he's all the other ones too. <laughs> he's at the top there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gloria, before we go, uh, you know, what, 
what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind uh, when people think of Gloria Mann when it's all said and done? Well, I hope they think that I've been, that if they've ever run across me, that I've been kind to them and helpful in any way. I try to do that as much as possible. Um, and that I've done good work in the world, that I've tried to do the best I can in the world with integrity and honesty and hopefully um, they see that I've tried to be fearless. Yeah. Well, you're a great role model and uh, you know, that was a great legacy. And, and I know my, my Thank listeners you. appreciate that, those words. And, you know, um, it was such an honor to have you on the show, Gloria, and just the, the, the work that you've done, the work you continue to do. Um, Airbnb is on streaming platforms. What now you talked about Amazon Prime. Is there is there other streaming platforms that that movie can be can be seen? Yes, it's on Vudu. Um, it's on Apple TV, um, iTunes, Google. It's also on uh, VOD, video on demand. So if you have any of the like Spectrum or DirecTV or any of those, you can find it uh, there as well. It's everywhere. Okay, yes. Yes. And Dave, thank you so much for having me on your show. What an honor. And thank you for all you do for indie artists. Your, uh, your show is invaluable because I, I mean, as an indie artist, I have to, I have to be reminded. And I think we all need to be reminded that there, you know, we're not alone. You right. know, there's yeah, support I that it's all about inspiring the, 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 the up and comers and, you know, the people that are coming behind us and, um, and again, you know, you're a true inspiration. And, and again, thank you, Gloria. You're always welcome on this show anytime. Thank you, Dave. Anytime you're pushing anything or, okay. anything or not. <laughs> you know, thank you so much. Just want to chat. Come on, come on the show. <laughs> Great. I will. <laughs> thank All you right. so thank much. You. Thank you. And happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Thank you.